It's the Chris Gaskin Show for Tuesday, December 11th, 2012. This week's Chris Gaskin Show is sponsored by Pepsi. Uh, It's not actually sponsored by Pepsi. I just like Pepsi. So I don't mind... uh, I don't mind getting behind a brand that I enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like for example, this Zoom H2N that I record on with the Giant Squid Audio Labs uh, lavalier mic that I've got clipped onto my shirt. And where is... Oh, there's my keyboard. I wonder if that uh, website's still up, actually. Let me just check. This is a great way to start... Michelle, let's start by typing, huh? Uh, sorry, giant squid audio lab.com. Oh, and they're back up. Hey, there you go. That's good. I, I'm, I'm glad that website's back up. Uh, anyone who needs a quality lavalier mic, I definitely suggest, uh, Getting one through them. Actually, I also just picked up a Zoom H1 handy recorder. That's going to go in my back pocket when I'm at shows with the lavalier mic attached uh, to record my set. And I will actually have the Zoom H2N somewhere in the middle of the audience just to pick up audience noise. Uh, That way I can mix it together. And it doesn't sound like I'm performing a mile away from the audience on the lavalier mic. Because the lavalier mic's good at picking up, like, the voice that's right next to it. But, it, you know, it's it's not, uh, like, it's not, what's, what's it, omnidirectional? Like, it, it's, or or it is, but it's just not super great. I mean, it's like any other microphone. But the beautiful thing about these Giant Squid Audio Lab mics is that you don't need to uh you don't need to have like a power source like the the zoom they power the microphone themselves it is it's awesome they are such great mics uh if you can't tell I've been doing the f- last few episodes uh with it that I should be recording this on my H1, but I'm actually saving that uh, for testing at Yuck Yucks, which uh, let's talk about a couple shows I'll be at. Uh, tonight, I'm at Yuck Yucks for Geeks vs. Nerds. It's a panel debate show. Uh, come out and support. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'd say I don't care whether or not I win or lose, but I, I'd fucking be lying. I definitely care. Uh, I think last time I got screwed. Number seven, I'm looking at you. All right. I, I, like I'm not act. I'm actually looking at like my computer screen, which has the website uh, giant-squid-audio-lab.com. But that's beside the point. It, number seven screwed our team over. Uh, even though I got shot twice with the Nerf gun, uh, the first time deserved it. The second time, I don't. I don't think so. But uh, I'm looking forward to doing Geeks versus Nerds again. Um, like I said, I, I had a ton of fun doing that last time. Uh, this time I am arguing for G- uh, the Grinch over Jack Skellington, who's the better reluctant savior of Christmas. Um... Which, I mean, just just in the... The fuck did I hit there? Do you hear that? I heard that. Is there like a... I must have bumped that. Yeah, that's what I bumped. All right. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, okay. Let's, let's get into the podcast. Uh, so, as I said, tonight... Um, I'm at Yuck Yuck, same with tomorrow. And then Saturday, I'm going to be in Houston, B.C., all right? Uh, I am I'm getting tired of when I say, hey, I'm busing up to Prince George and then over to Houston. 
So I'm going to spend a couple days uh, in my hometown in Prince George. I'm sick of when I say Houston, everyone goes Texas. I go, why would I be going north if I'm going to Texas? I mean, just logic. People don't think logically. They think with the emotional side of their brain. That's why a lot of people just get pissed off for no reason whatsoever. That you're like, it's because of that that I did, really? I mean, listen, if you get fucked out of money, you get fucked out of money. That's a good reason to be pissed off, but that's beside the point. What I'm trying to say is, it's like, I'm going to Houston. Everyone gets super excited when I say I'm going to Houston, because they think Texas. And then I say uh, Houston, B.C., and they go, where the fuck is that? I don't necessarily blame them. I I understand that. Because where is it? Well, it's about halfway in between uh, Prince George and Prince Rupert. On the Highway of Tears. Um, And I just... I think it's hilarious that people get deflated when I say BC. But, like, I'm I'm excited about the gig. It's going to be a nice, small, intimate crowd. We're actually going to use both the microphones. Um, I picked up the Zoom H1 because I'm planning on helping Brian May to record his uh, first CD that I'm trying uh, to get him to release it on the internet and make some money off of it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bust his ass about it rather than him just... Uh, giving it away for free. I know he wants to use it as like a promotional material, but I'll, I'll tell him like there's ways around that and that's what I'm going to try and do. Um, so I think this show will actually, hopefully depending on what the setting is like, should be a very good indication of how to properly set up the Zoom H2N in regards to the audience. I mean, with the Zoom H1, it's basically I plug in a lavalier mic and I'm good to go. I've been doing that with the Zoom H2N, but the thing with the Zoom H2N is it is a thick fucking piece of hardware. Uh, it is essentially like having a full wallet in your back pocket, and I really don't like performing with anything in my back pocket, let alone something as big as a wallet, uh, I don't even wear my wallet in my back pocket. I wear my wallet in uh, my front left pocket. There you go, pickpocketers. All right, now you've got the upper hand on me. Uh, I should stop saying, uh, all right. Listen, I'm doing this one on the fly tonight. I don't have a plan. I don't have anything. Like, I've got a few things I want to talk about, but I don't know if I'm going to get to those. Uh, Let's continue talking about my plans on recording this. Basically, I also picked up this equipment because I'm planning on recording my own CD as well. Hopefully at the end of next year is what I'm looking at. November um, 16th, 2013, I think. Uh, Yeah, November 16th is the date that I'm eyeing. At this moment. I don't know if it's just going to be like a half hour CD. Or if it's going to be a hour CD. I might. I think I'm shooting for 50 minutes. But the thing is. It's like right now. I'm happy with about 30. And it's not a lot of time to write 20 minutes. I've got... If if I get the a big enough crowd that's on my size, uh, I can probably hit 50 minutes easily. But I really don't want to fuck around and do a bunch of old stuff that's not as good as what I'm working on at this moment. So I think really what the idea is, is I'm planning on... I think 50 minutes is, is a good length. Uh, I was discussing with Brian... Brian wants to do like 30, 35, maybe 40, which is also a good length. Um, I think that that was the length of Taking a Taro Live, which 
could be purchased on iTunes or at louisck.com. That is that is a phenomenal set, especially for material that's for the most part new, but it's so raw and honest uh, and just funny. It's just funny, and I like funny. Oh, that Pepsi's good. Alrighty. Yeah, there was something... There's been a story that I've wanted to tell on this podcast for the past while. Uh, Here's what happened. Back in... May, and, and this is something that, that's more geared towards the, the guy who used to be the manager. Back in May of this year, 2012, I signed with Yuck Yucks. Now, what had happened was I was working uh, on on trying to figure out uh, a lot of new material. Trying to book actual gigs was basically what I was trying to do. I was about to head up to Houston for the first time. And I had a blast doing that show. So I am really looking forward to uh, the show on the 15th. That's getting uh, aside from the point. So I I was busy with those two nights there. And basically what had happened is they rang a... trying to think of uh, like a showcase night. The first night the Yuck Yucks opened. Mark Breslin came out. He is the owner of the Yuck Yucks franchises. Or or at least the owner of the uh, initial name. Right, because I guess franchises have different owners for each different thing, but he is like the the main franchise guy. I mean, it's called Mark Breslin's Yuck Yucks. All right, I, I think that's fair enough. So he's the guy. He came out to check everyone. Uh, I was on 18th out of 20, which is fucking brutal, and I had a great set. So great that, in fact, that uh, it basically started putting things in motion for my career. That I've been sitting on, like, stalled ground, hoping for someone to toss me a bone. And I think that's probably part of the problem, is I didn't really go out and be like, Hey, why don't you you let me try this, and we'll see what happens. And if it goes bad, then, you know, we can wait a year, six months, I don't know, whatever. So I never really did that. I was constantly doing sets at the Comedy Mix. At least once a week. Every Tuesday or every Wednesday. I was promised a weekend guest spot there when it was Yuck Yucks. Before they transitioned. And then uh, like I was still waiting on that. It had been open for two years. I made it to the semifinals of the first like independent contest that they did. I made it. I didn't even make it to the semifinals the next time. I felt I got screwed. That's beside the point. Again, that is uh, another instance where I I think I had probably the best set of the night. If not, I don't know. Kyle Bottom fucking destroyed. But I I easily kept up with him. If you look at the crowd response that I got, and I've got the recording kicking around somewhere. I think it's on like my iPod. But I... I lit that crowd up, and I didn't make it through, which I wasn't too happy about. Uh, but I understand with with contests, it's really it's an any given Sunday thing, and it's not always who is the best set, right? It's what the judges like. Obviously, the judges didn't like me as much as they liked the other guys, which so be it. That's fine. I uh, I'm not actually upset about that anymore because realistically even like the next day I 
I was upset, but like after that, I I really look back like you know this isn't going to change my life in any ways. Even winning the contest wouldn't change my life at all. But it it was to the point like I did so well and didn't make it through that like half of the staff the next week when I just came to do a set on like the Tuesday like looked at me and they were like what the fuck happened the other week and I was like I don't know I don't know was not me that was you guys that was whoever was judging and they're like you should have made it through and I was like well didn't happen uh okay so that happened again okay with that not going to change my life either way. But I did the showcase. And that went well too. And I like. The guys at Yucky X. They wanted to sign me. I was holding off. Because of this competition. And because hopefully something was going to come together. So I go over. And I talk to the owner. And the manager at that time. At the comedy mix. And I asked them uh, if there's any legal ramifications on their end of me signing, uh, whether or not they decide to. They, of course, said uh, that if I sign, I may not be allowed to play the club. I I might be, who knows. Um, But after I leave, I'm definitely welcome back. Which, now I'm beginning to question. Alright, I, I think now... It, it's, it's a questionable fact whether or not I'm welcome back. So this is what happened. I went there. Uh, I did another showcase at Yuck Yucks. This time for, like, Mark Breslin's, I guess, right-hand man... Technically, Tony Crowell, he helps book, like, uh, showcases for festivals and stuff. He's a good, very good guy. I did my showcase. I had to go after a break, and uh, I went in front of the deflated crowd. I wasn't too happy with my showcase. And I told him, and he thought I was great. He, he, go, he knew exactly what happened with that show, thought I was great, suggested I sign. I again told him... Uh, why I had reservations. Smash cut to the next night. I head to the comedy mix. And I, I'm just hanging out backstage with friends. And the manager looks at me and goes, hey, did you check your email? And I go, no. And he says, you should. So I walk up to the lobby uh, because I don't have a phone. I uh, still don't have a phone. I've been running off of my iPod. I'm actually planning on getting uh, this app called iCall. If you pay like a hundred bucks for a year, it's like seven bucks a month. You get unlimited calling and voicemail and a phone number uh, that I think you get to designate yourself. Which is pretty badass. Definitely looking to do that. Uh, Getting off track again. But I go upstairs. Sign in to. I guess it was the hotel's Wi-Fi. Log into my email. I pull up the email. Uh, Basically what they were offering me. Was. A middle spot, but not like the full... Mi- like like I'm splitting the middle with someone else. In like August. Alright, that's like four or five months away. I think it's, what, four months away from that point? Which I thought was just ridiculous. To the point that like, they're calling people up like two weeks and... Hey, we just had someone drop out, can you do this? It's like, dude, I, I know you aren't booked that far out. So this is what I did. I I left the comedy mix, went straight to Yuck Yucks, and signed. 
and from since on, or from since then, I, I have been doing, I've been doing the programs, uh, as regularly as possible, just to work out new stuff, it's kind of, I don't know why I'm, like, pretty much the only, uh, rostered Yucks Act in Vancouver that's trying to take advantage of that as much as possible, but I'm definitely trying to take advantage of that, and because I signed with them, uh, I was basically told by Crollo that when I signed the paper, I cannot perform at the comedy mix. Okay. Now here's the thing. Is I'm okay with not performing at the comedy mix. But I have friends who perform there. And sometimes. Just sometimes I like to go. Hang out with my friends. Watch them perform. Take off. I'm not going to cause any problems in the back. You know. I'm not going to ruin anything for anyone. I'm I'm not going to. You know. I don't know how much power they think I have, but I have, like, none. I don't think... If if they really think I'm like, hey, you should you should think about signing with Yucky... Like, that's not me. I sign with Yucky Yucks to look out for my own comedy career. All right? And it's... I, I believe it's going to start to pay me back and start to get the ball rolling. Um... Uh, it, this is a company that's putting stock in me, so I'm willing to play their game and and return it back and and just do the best I can. So that way I, I can I can just be myself and do my thing. So this is what happened. This is the point that I'm trying to work up to that I probably spent yeah I spent like ten minutes building this up. See, now the story's not even going to be as good because I spent so much time building this story up. God damn it, Chris. Unbelievable. Okay. This happened, like, uh, probably a month and a half, maybe two months ago. And I, I actually wanted to talk about it for the past, past, like, since then. And I just never gotten to it. I... I go into the comedy mix because I have a friend performing. Here's a first, okay? Is I got to go in. Normally, they let me in. They let me hang out. Hey, how's it going? I talk with the staff. You know, find out how they're doing because still some of the staff works there. I'm like, yo, how are you guys doing? You know, get to talk with them. They're, they're good people. So... I I go to the door. Um, and this is two things. Number one, I had a friend performing there for the first time. I wanted to show them some support. And number two, I had uh, a guy. I was in a baseball pool. So this actually must have been September. Maybe maybe October. Maybe mid September. So yeah, like like. Like two months ago. Jesus Christ. This has been sitting in my back pocket. A story that I'm royally fucking up. And is taking way too long. So I get to the door. Um, Comic there. Shane Clark. Funny guy. Was in the same baseball pool. He won that baseball pool. I didn't have the money at the time he won. But I told him. Give me a week. I'm doing a couple road gigs. And I'll have the money for you. Within the next week. When I get the checks. He said okay cool. So. Got the checks. Deposited them. Took out the cash that I needed. Went. uh, To there to pay him. And to watch my friend perform. It was their first time. So I get there. Uh, I get to the door. And. Basically, what had happened... Okay, I gotta I gotta step back. Jeez, I'm telling this story like I'm a fucking woman. Uh, <laughs> just bouncing all over. Alright, so this part, let's move over to this part. Let's go over here, let's go here. Let's do this. You like how I barely have to change my voice to do a fucking female voice? Jesus Christ. Alright. Um, I'm trying to think who it was... 
who was performing. Uh, Duncan Trussell was there one weekend. I went there to like hang out, watch the show, and they were sold out. They wouldn't let us in, which I was actually cool. I was like, all right, you know, fire, marshal, whatever. That hadn't happened to me until that point. So it was literally like a couple weeks after that. Like I said, I went there to pay. I had the money for Shane Clark. So I walked to the door. Uh, They let me in. That's like the one thing comedians get is we get to go into other comedy shows for free. Uh, Because we don't don't get paid a lot. Like making a living off of just comedy is insanely hard. People have no idea. A lot of people think that we just fuck around. We do what we do. You know, we we do 30 minutes to an hour. We get paid a big chunk of money and we're set for the month. But that's not the case. All right. You know, we'll do we'll do an hour for three nights, like five shows over those three nights and we might be set for that month, maybe. Probably not. We'll probably have to book like another show right on the heels of it. Like it's it's a it's a cutthroat business. So I go there to give this guy the money. I go to the door and the doorman goes, Hey, I can let you in. But you're not allowed to hang out in the back unless you have uh, someone who's bringing you back with you. Which I thought was weird. It's never been said to me. It's because I work with Yuck Yucks. I thought it was weird. So this is what I did. Uh, I look over and I go, hey Shane. Shane was right there. I go, I've just been told I'm not allowed to go to the back unless someone's bringing me to the back. Uh, If you want your money... You're my chaperone. And he's like, yeah, nope, I don't, what? He thought it was weird, right? So, of course, we're walking to the back kind of laughing about this. I go into the room. I'm just talking with him. My friend, you know, they're getting ready for the first set. I, uh, I hand Shane the money. And then the manager, who's a, a different guy than used to manage, uh, the guy who offered me the, the spot like months out, that I was like, dude, you know, if if that's what I'm getting, go fuck yourself, pretty much. Uh, he walks up to me. The the new manager, he goes, hey, Chris, uh, can we talk for a minute? I go, sure. He goes, uh, because you're a yucks comic, uh, you're you're not supposed to be here. And I was like, really, like, well, dude, what am I gonna do? What what am I gonna do? In the back, like, I, I've got no power with the company. I'm just a performer. I, I just came to hang out and watch my buddies. I'm not going to do anything. What's going to happen even if I do something? Like, I'm not allowed to perform here anyways. What, I'm never, ever, ever going to be allowed to perform here? What, what is really going to happen? So I got kicked out. I got kicked out uh, of a comedy club. Just because I work with another comedy club, which I think is so uh, childish. Listen, if you're telling me that I'm not allowed to do spots at your comedy club because I work with another comedy club, or if you're telling me uh, that, that I'm not allowed to do spots with a comedy club because I work with your comedy club, fine, I will play that game. But to be not allowed to hang out with friends uh, somewhere, it's so ridiculous that that's where the business is at. That it's like, hey, you know, we like you, but you aren't allowed to be here because you work with it. I mean, really, it's it's not like they're developing, like, what am I going to do? What am I really going to do? I'm not going to hop up on stage. I will honor each side of the agreement. Let me hang out with my friends. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not that person who's like, all right, so I'm here. This is what I'm doing. Uh, 
I'm just going to go up on stage. Go fuck yourself. Like, that's not me. That's not me. I just want to hang out with friends, watch the show, be polite. I've, I've never really had any problems with the staff. I, I don't know what the hell ha- happened. All I know is I got kicked out, and I think it's childish. All right? And my point is, is it's like, listen, if you work at certain other places... Like, I understand that, okay? Like, I was working at Best Buy. We weren't allowed to, like, walk in to uh, a Zeller's with, like, a pad of paper and write down the prices and then walk back to the Best Buy. You know, we weren't allowed to, like, go into uh, Source by Circuit City, write down prices. I understand that. But, I mean, what, what can you do with comedy? What, what am I doing in that room? Like, I write all my own stuff. I perform in other places. I don't, what, what can I actually do aside from storming the stage, which I would never do, that requires the fact that I can't ha- hang out there? But you know what is like I heard from the flip side, the same thing happens in Toronto, except with the company that I work for, which again, I think is childish and ridiculous. I think really, if you have an agreement not to perform anywhere, you can like I can honor that and I can still hang. It's not like I'm like, hey, do you have any spots that you need to do? Do you have this or that? No, no, not at all. I, I just... I just want to get to hang out with friends. Getting all worked up. My grandfather is uh, in the hospital right now. He had uh, surgery uh, on his leg. Where they put like a stint. Because he wasn't getting... uh, He was getting like no circulation. The part of his leg... And it was, like, slowly, slowly killing, like, his muscle to the point that, like, he was getting Charlie horses, just, like, tensing up, barely sleep. Um, That actually happened yesterday morning. He's doing fine. I'm actually going to head out to visit him today before I head to Geeks vs. Nerds. Uh, And he also had, I think, a balloon put up. In like his chest. Uh, to help with the blood flow. But uh, he had the stint there. J- just in case there were like any clots or anything. And I think like a couple bypasses. But he's doing alright. Um, I had a tweet that I scheduled. That I forgot. Uh, that I scheduled. Because I thought it was funny. But it was kind of like a way. That like I, sh- I showed it to someone. And they were like. They were like. Uh, That's pretty dark. And I was like, really? Like, it's kind of funny. And they're like, ah. I was like, ah, fuck it. And I just left it. I forgot that I had it scheduled. I didn't, like, go back. I meant to go back and get rid of it. Basically, uh, what it said was, uh, and here's the thing. It's like, it it popped up uh, yesterday morning. Because all of a sudden, I looked, and my buddy retweeted it. And I was like, ah, whoops. I meant to delete that one. Uh... Basically what it said is that uh, my grandfather's going in for surgery today. Please pray for him. Or if you're like me, uh, just hope the doctor doesn't fuck up. Hashtag there is no God. Uh, that's that's what posted because I forgot to uh, unclick it. My, my grandfather's doing fine, which is good. Uh, thank you for your religious bullshitty prayers if you did that. Thank you. Uh, Listen, he's doing well. That, that's really all that matters. Uh, you know, he's, a, he's an old dude. What, what are you... Alright. I got people getting a hold of me. God damn it. Now I'm on the wrong page. Stupid computer. I... To not look more forward to picking up a Surface Pro. 
I know I talked about it last week, but I really, I, I really want something, especially something that I can, that I can put on like Steam and actual games and, you know, use properly. It's all I want. Uh, it's supposed to be something that I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, there we go. The UFC matches. Uh, did you watch UFC on Fox? Was actually uh, a great broadcast. Uh, it was UFC on Fox 5. The final was uh, Benson Henderson and Nate Diaz. And it was funny because I, I was actually like going back and forth over Twitter with my buddy Corey. Uh, with actually a couple of guys during the fights. And we, we were we were trying to score like the fights. What, what do you call the score of this part of or of this round, of this round. And we were actually, like, scoring the last two fights. Because the last two fights both went the distance. Uh, the final, like, main event was Benson Henderson versus Nate Diaz, I think. Is it, uh, yeah, Nate Diaz. I was going to say Nick. But Nick's the guy who fought, what, Carlos Condit? And who was, like, slated to fight GSP. So Nate Diaz was fighting Benson Henderson. Nate Diaz had pretty much actually, like, gone up a weight class in this. Whereas, like, Benson is cutting down weight. Benson has had the title uh, for a while now. And he's, like, a really good wrestler... Dude's like super Christian, which is hilarious because he actually came out to uh, to to like a rap version of Awesome God. And over my really shitty television speakers, it actually sounded like it was like Kanye West and it was like background from like a, a children's choir or something. I didn't realize it was Awesome God. Uh, so I was like, man, this... Dude, Kanye West fucking awesome. It wasn't Kanye West. It was like our stint or some some shitty rapper name. Like our stiff. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, still a cool song. I, I don't know what it is uh, about like Christian rap is kind of cool. Christian rock is just absolutely terrible. It is a disaster singing like a power ballad. My love is with God. Do 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 do. Guitar solo. Do 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 do. You know, stealing like the drum riffs. Ugh. Christian rock is just so disgusting. But Christian rap, for some reason, like, like that song that Benson came out to, "Awesome God," and uh, is it Diego Nunez in the the last fights in Vancouver? Where he came out to, uh, was it Blessed Man by, uh, uh, who is it by, by, again, uh, something's called Blessed Man. He came out, it's awesome, like I've got it on my iPod for Christ's sakes, I can't even remember, Braille, by Braille. Yeah, it's a damn good song. But again, it's like, it's like one of those Christian raps. Oh, there's like a Christian rap that's like, you know, oh, I'm blessed because I got a career. And it's like the second verse is like, I'm blessed because of my wife. And it's like the third verse is like, uh, I'm blessed because of God. But it's like, it's like, gets more blatantly Christian as that song goes on. Um, absolutely hilarious. But, uh, I don't know why. I just said it was hilarious. It's a rap song about Christianity. How's that hilarious? What the fuck is wrong with me? Ugh. Alright. 
It's because I got like nothing to talk about. Anyways, um, that it was such a great fight. That fight and the one before it, which was what Shogun and uh, Gustafson and Gustafson uh, just owned show. I mean, Shogun like would come out fasting around, and then Gustafson would just keep taking him down and, and like pounding him. Uh, basically what happened is, like, Benson was, like, clipping... Benson had Diaz during one of the rounds pretty much out. Or, no, no, that was the Gust... Yeah, that was the Gustafson fight. No, it wasn't. That was the Rory McDonald fight. Fuck, that was a good fight. All right. Uh, really? Someone fucking messaged me? Unbelievable. Uh, Henson... Are you kidding me? You sent fucking push notification for that. Jesus Christ. Why does this shit like always happen when I'm trying to record a podcast? Right? It's never like I'm just hanging out. Hey, this solitaire. Yeah, you haven't played solitaire in a couple days. You should play solitaire. That's literally what that pushing notification said. You should play solitaire. Listen, I play a lot of solitaire when I'm, like, heading out to a show. I've got, like, powerful games on that thing. Like, like I've got, like, uh, Infinity Blade. And I've got uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. But I, I got to figure out, like, control-wise for Grand Theft Auto 3. Because the, the driving in that game... I wonder if I can, like, do the driving in that game with the... Uh, where did where the fuck did I just toss? I just tossed my iPod away over here. Uh, yeah, look at that. Solitaire DLX. Your cards miss you. Come back and play. Unbelievable. Really? That's that's what you send to me? God damn it. Uh Yeah, I, I wonder if I can actually use, like, the, what is it, the gyroscope for steering in Grand Theft Auto. Because steering, um, it's okay in, like, real racing, too, where you've got, like, the wheel. But it's weird in Grand Theft Auto 3. Like, it doesn't quite work as well. Uh, I should go into the options. Like, that's that's one of the things. I want, like, a proper computer that I can play proper computer games on. Um, and not games that are, like, extensively strong. That's why I'm looking, like, I'm bouncing all over again. Anyways, Roy McDonald almost had whoever he fought, like, on the ropes and could have ended it and just, like, got all cocky toward... Oh, BJ Penn. He, he almost destroyed BJ Penn. Got all cocky towards the end, though. Um, and then, like, that Shogun fight where Shogun just got, just got manhandled, uh, but made it pretty even for, like, a couple parts, just because he came out fast at, like, the starts of the rounds, and then he started, like, falling apart, uh, but that, like, Benson Henderson basically had Nate Diaz beat. The only thing is, like, when Diaz got to the back, all of a sudden Diaz is going for, like, submissions, and then he fingered Henderson... And because it was live on Fox, it wasn't like it was on pay-per-view. They just cut away. And as they cut away, like, I, I couldn't realize, like, like I, just, I just thought it was like a shitty feed. But it kept cutting away. So I couldn't figure out what it was. And then all of a sudden, like, Corey sends me this tweet. Dude, uh, Nate Diaz was giving him the finger. And I was like, man, I, I love Nate Diaz. The balls of that guy to like, hey, fuck you, man. In the middle of the fight on Fox television. I mean, these are like the same two guys who started that whole brawl on Showtime. During that, uh, was it Strike Force card? Ab- Those guys are absolutely ridiculous. But I, I love watching them. Like, they are ultimate heels. It's so great. Uh... Accelerometer on. Oh, look at that. I can do that. 
I can also turn uh, analog steering on. I wonder if that'll just work good enough. No, 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 not what I wanted to do. I wanted to hit resume. Um, yeah, I, I have been playing a lot of Halo 4 online, still having fun with that. Uh, Corey has caught up to me how good he is at NHL 13, and it's just gotten to the point where he's, like, just destroying me, and I can't stand playing with him now, because, uh, I'm not, Corey's, like, really good at deking in that, so he's, he's great at, like, getting by me, but he's not as good, let's see if this, oh, there we go, accelerometer, you cannot store more cards, okay, no, see, that's just awkward when you're, because it doesn't, like, turn, no, I can't do it that way. Well, that didn't help either. Um, oh, the camera. Home. All right, fuck that. What a waste. I'm playing video games during the podcast. What the hell's wrong with me? I gotta end this podcast in a few minutes. Uh, what can I wrap this up with? Oh. So one of the reasons there's there's a couple reasons that I want to get the. Uh, Microsoft service that I didn't really discuss last week, at least in in the type of detail that I wanted to. First of which, I would really like something that I can use to actually edit like audio and video while I'm on the go, rather than sitting in my room, uh, you know, wasting time. I could actually go out somewhere to like a Starbucks and work on it there, right, and just be out. Just be around other people who are trying to fight me for the power socket. Uh, That's really what I want. I want the power socket. Go fuck yourself. Uh, So basically, I I want it for that, but I also want it for video gaming. But not heavy video gaming. Like, there are a few games that are out right now on Steam that I actually really want to play. Uh, most notably Hotline Miami and FTL Faster Than Light. And I don't know if my computer right now can run them because my computer right now is just all bottom grade. Like, it works. It works for what it can do. I've got Windows 8 on it. It runs fine. The odd time the NVIDIA driver fucks up. Uh, but for the most part, it works really well. Uh, Hotline Miami and FTL were actually put up for Game of the Year from IGN. But they just look like a bunch of fun. And I do like a decent strategy game if it's like my type of game. And FTL looks like it's my type of game. Uh, and Hotline Miami, Mi- like I'm Colombian, Miami. Ah, mommy, you go to Miami. Uh, Hotline Miami looks fucking badass. It's like top-down pixel art, like ultra-violent. Uh, it's like the movie Drive. It's completely ridiculous. Uh, but just looks awesome. And the thing is, is like I want, I want to do something that I can like play those on the go with. Pick up. Like a like a wired Xbox 360 controller to use. That'd be awesome. They actually just... Uh, I guess they had like... What was it? The VGA Awards for Spike TV. Sometimes I agree with them. Sometimes I don't. Uh, this year, only because I haven't played The Walking Dead... Uh, like, I, I've played a bunch of the other games, or at least given them a shot. I'm like, yeah, this is good, this is really good, this I like, this is okay. I think, realistically, like, Halo 4 is probably one of the best games released this year. Uh, I'm told, like, playing The Walking Dead would fuck you up emotionally, especially if you play all five episodes in succession. Uh... I would love to absolutely 
love to play that game. But during the VGA Awards, they actually had a video uh, preview. I, I guess they were doing like like launch or, or like trailers for upcoming games, and it they did one which I'm I'm certain is for Metal Gear Solid Five or Metal Gear Solid uh, whatever they're calling it. That one that Kojima showed off, but but they called it like something else and have like this ridiculous setup and it's like a company that no one heard of until two weeks and and the guy really looked like naked snake like like it was it was so obviously metal like they only showed or showed the main character from behind uh looked sick but the the one trailer that they showed which is probably my most anticipated game next to grand theft auto 5 is uh, South Park, The Stick of Truth. Like, it's literally done. It's supposed to be an RPG, which I think they said the fighting system is going to be kind of like Paper Mario or, you know, like Mario and Luigi for the DS systems. Like, that's that's what the the actual fighting system is like. But they, they had to map out, like, the actual South Park and it looks and sounds just like a South Park episode. And the way it's put together, uh, it looks absolutely hilarious. And, like, it'll be fun to play. Like, it's not like some cart game or, or like, you know, some shitty first-person shooter that they're putting together. It looks like an episode of South Park. It looks fucking awesome. Um... Those two games, Grand Theft Auto V, South Park, and The Stick of Truth, those are the two games I'm most looking forward to next year. Uh, I think that's it for this week's podcast. Like I said, uh, tonight I will be at Geeks vs. Nerds at Yuck Yucks. Tomorrow I'll be at the Pro-Am at Yuck Yucks. Saturday I'm heading heading out to uh, Houston, B.C. on the 22nd. I will be at The Attic. I'm still trying to put together that show. It's going to be a, a bunch of my friends. Good good group of comics for the crowd that's going to be out there that night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, what what else did I have planned? I, I guess... I, oh, I will have episodes on Christmas and an episode on New Year's. Uh, is there anything else? I guess then I'm going to my tour. And, uh, I guess the the first place is, is Niagara Falls. So I get to ridicule a bunch of idiots that got married in Niagara Falls in the middle of January because they're retarded and they want to freeze. Um, great honeymoon place on Original Bastards. That's it for this podcast. See you next Tuesday.